Jesper Foss available tonight? No. 11-7? Yep. <laughs> I, I really can't tell you why, but I love that. That is friend of the show, Walt Ruff, asking Rod Brindamore if Jesper Foss is able to play on Long Island. And Rod gives him absolutely nothing. And Walt, like a true professional, will let me move forward. Let's ask the next question. Maybe he'll elaborate. 11 and 7? Yup. Shit. Like, you you have to... That has to be what Walt's thinking in that moment. Like, just expand on any thought, Rod, whatever you feel like it. Anyways, let's get into it. Welcome to Home Ice Advantage, with historical perspectives, modern-day deep dives, special guests, and a healthy mix of good, bad, and or hot takes. This is the best place for you to learn about your Carolina home games. I just want to say thank you, and I'm looking forward to this challenge. It's an honor, and I think we're going to do great things. Since I spoke to you last, Pietro Kochekov has yet to allow a goal. Let that sink in. For the second game in a row, I'm recording shortly after the game in Detroit, for the second game in a row, Pietro Kochekov gets a shutout. In the past two games, the Hurricanes have outscored their opponents 4 to nothing. There's a lot of different places I could have taken this episode. We could, we could have done my normal breakdown of each game, but I, I felt like I'm, I'm too excited. In fact, I might even say that I am so excited. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I want to. If you can't be excited on this glory, wi- glory, glorious Wednesday morning, I don't know what's wrong with you. This is a good time. This is a great time. Do you remember the month of November? I don't remember the month of November. What is November? It goes October to December. Everyone knows that. November doesn't matter. Before we get into Rod's post-game comments after both games, uh, I, I'm not going to break down the games. I'm going to be quite honest. Instead, I'm going to make this a really good hype episode, make everyone feel really good after they already feel really good. But before I do that, I have to talk about Sebastian Ajo and Jesper Fast. Neither of the two practiced in Raleigh before the team boarded a plane to Long Island. Rod had said before they boarded the plane that if Ajo didn't practice in Raleigh, he wasn't going to play on Long Island. He hasn't practiced since. Jesper Fast, I believe was at practice? I don't remember, I'm sorry. Uh, either way, and then Rod said the morning, well, there wasn't a morning skate on Long Island, but that morning that he was a game, game time decision. Ultimately, as it turns out, the game time decision was to not go. So the Hurricanes played seven defenders, 11 forwards, which you heard Ralt Dwarf asking about opening the show. And things could have gone poorly, you know. That statistically, not statistically, but things could go poorly and the team has a pretty good excuse for it. But that's not what happened, now is it? 
in those two games where Sebastian Ajo and Jesper Frost are out, again, the Hurricanes don't allow a goal. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. Like I'm, I'm not saying hold them out, obviously, but you ride the hot hands, right? You ride the hot hands, right? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hey, 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 hey. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Let's hear from the head coach. Rod Brady Shea just called this probably the team's best win of the season. Given the situation and players stepping up, what did you see tonight? Yeah, I agree. Um, just a great effort. Uh, I just, uh, I'm really proud of the group, to be quite honest. You know, obviously we're missing a ton of good quality players that we count on every night and other guys just it wasn't that we stepped up I just think everybody just played really well and understood what we had to do to win this game and pretty much did it wait a minute wait a minute I'm sorry I hate to be this guy but can can we hear that again no 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 this isn't what I meant I meant the really touching thing Rod just said I'm really proud of the group ah there it is can we hear just one more time, just just for good measure. I'm really proud of the group. It just must feel so good to have Rod Brennamore tell you how proud he is of how you played in a hockey game. Like, that very specific thing. That, that, I could probably die right after that moment. If I if I, I was playing some house league, and just all of a sudden Rod Brennamore walks in, he's like, hey, kid. I, I don't know why I said kid. I'm a grown-ass man. Anyways, hey, you weird, grown-ass, lanky, tall man. And I, I'm like, yeah? Oh, my God, Rod. He's like, I'm proud of the way you played. I, I would just die right there. That's life. That's life. Can you tell I'm still really excited about two shutouts in a row for the kid? Pietro the Great. Oh my god. The times, guys. The times. But, I, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I sidetracked us. There was more of that conversation between Hannah Yates and Rod Brennamore. Pietro Kochekov telling his second NHL shutout. What did you see from him? I didn't see much, which is great, you know, to be honest. I mean, that's one of those games where you, I don't know, we gave up too many grade A chances, maybe one in the first. I, and I love the third period. I just love that, you know, we're up by one and just kind of put the hammer down and, and just kept playing our game. And um, so anyway, it was, it was solid two points for sure. I really like that. So anyway, because like Radish is going like gushing. Absolutely gushing. He was fangirling over his own hockey team. I was like, oh my god, what am I doing? So anyways, yeah, it was, it was a good effort. He almost forgot he was like supposed to be giving a succinct answer to a reporter. And I was just like, yeah, they played so well. Oh my god, did you see that game? At this point, during this conversation they're having, the Hurricanes have got a 9 out of 10 points on their 6th game road trip. That's that's great. That is that is what you want. If you could drop a little game plan, that's what it would be. Because Rod isn't too arrogant. He's not going to say they're going to go six and zero. That's absurd. Plus, you're asking to be spit on from the gods atop the thing. So no, we'll go eleven and twelve. And you can't go eleven and twelve without going nine and ten. Yes, I'm definitely ripping off Adam Gold. Anyways. Back to the spectacular Hannah Yates. Nine of ten possible points through the last five road games. What's the importance of having that consistency at this yeah. point in the season? Well, you said it. That, that's the big word, consistency. We want to have that all year. Obviously, we're in a real tough stretch um, with the schedule and the travel and still continues on, you know, and then with the injuries. So I, I'm really proud of the group. Guys, he said it again. He said it again. Okay, just we'll, we'll hear it one last time. I'm really proud of the group. Okay, now we go to Detroit, 
And a, a, a little, a little, just tiny snapshot, really quickly before we get back into having a very good time. The history, like aspect, the Trip Tracy teaches Hurricanes history. I don't know what this segment's actually called, but that segment of the game podcast focused on Peter Kalmanos and about. You know, how he relocated the team and gave Trip his forced opportunity, which is great. Both of those things, great in my eyes. I know people in Hartford, which disagree with me on the relocation, but, you know, I can live with that. And giving Trip Tracy a job, hey, two thumbs up for me. But the story Tracy gives is that while he was playing in college with Jason Carmanos, Peter Carmanos' son, he, oh my god, it, it's just so bad. He Openly ask them, so where should I move the team? No, Trip, you cannot tell that story. It's a great story. You just can't tell it. Because everyone in Hartford just went, see, we told you. He never wanted to keep the team here. Which is probably true. If I'm going to be honest, it's probably true. But we can't admit it, Trip. We can't admit it. Anyways... In the actual game, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Detroit Red Wings one to nothing, which is literally a soccer score. I guess in the theme of the World Cup, by the way, Messi in the finals, not my point. One nothing is like the least likely hockey score you can have. And that's how we won tonight. And you know what? I don't care. Because a win's a win. Peter Kuchekov gets his second shutout. We're gonna hear from Rod Brindamore, and then we'll finish the celebration. Well, I thought, you know, it wasn't our best, that's for sure. But I thought third period was pretty good. We got going a little bit and at least, you know, made a game. Um, looked like a game. Listen, Rod. Listen, Rod. And I, I understand I'm breaking up a press conference here, but a win's a win, okay? Okay? A win's a win. That's, that's all I want to hear. A if you're going to live in my metaphorical household, you need to understand a win is a win. And how dare you just brush off what Peter Kochekov has done. He's the first Hurricanes goaltender to get back-to-back -back shutouts since 2002. It was Kevin Weeks! Kevin Weeks would eventually lose in the Stanley Cup Finals with the Carolina Hurricanes to the Detroit Red Wings in five games in Detroit. But we're not going to focus on any of that. Uh, but our goalie was great. I mean, he stole us the game, which is phenomenal. You know, you need that. We've seen enough of that go the other way against us over the years. So... Um, you know, he's been great. I think that's the biggest takeaway is just, you know, how solid he's been through this whole stretch. And we played okay, played fine, played hard. Um, you know, so it's, listen, we'll take it. Note to future self, listen to all of the audio before you try to disrespect Rod the Bod. But once again, Hannah Yates. What is it about Kochekov's game that has made him so successful? Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot to it, but I think at the end of the day, he's real competitive, and you know, he's got a. He, he, he wants to win. I mean, that's that's for sure. I mean, I think everyone does, but the way he plays, uh, you know, aggressively, and the guys love playing playing for him. I mean, that's pretty pretty clear. No, it's not always about the results, but now the team's getting the results. Are you sensing that the confidence is also coming with it? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you win, everyone's going to be feeling good. I mean, I don't know. It, 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 we look at it game by game basis. So, I mean, I know we won a few here and it's nice, but, you know, tonight wasn't our best, but I like the fact that, you know, our third period was our best period um, when we needed it. And, and then, like I said, when we had to make saves, our goalies came, came up big and, you know, we won the special teams war. So, like, all those little things kind of add up. 
It's been an absolute grind to start the season with 19 to 28 on the road. What does it mean now to head home and have 11 to 12? Well, you know what? It's it's true, but we can't. What you can't do is go. Okay, we're going home and it's going to be easy or something. We're really going to have to fight that because you know it's like you say we haven't played much at home, especially for a long time. And you know sometimes the tendency is to kind of oh we're here and crowd and it's you know well we still have to make sure we're we're taking care of business. Quickly before we get away from this game. Brady Shea got his first power play goal as a Hurricane tonight. He's been here for a while. Pretty big deal. Not the point, though. So for the rest of the episode, I'm literally just going to throw you hype stats. Let's find some uplifting, powerful music that uh, we'll enjoy. I'm enjoying the vibes, but maybe a little bit less. We just won the Stanley Cup since we're only a third of the way through the season. Okay, is this like some weird queen kick? No! Stop this! Right now! No, 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 no. Don't be upset with me. Be upset with the editor, who's also me. Anyways. I might have taken this too far. Let's just play the music and get into it. See? Much, 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 much better. Okay, so I'm literally just going to talk about Cole Kane stats. Uh, most of them tweeted by either at Kane stats on Twitter or at Kane's PR, which is the official like PR account of the team. Both really good. Both should be followed if you don't already. The first one. Pietro Kochekov stopped 16 shots in his shutout of the New York Islanders. That makes him 2-0. He has now won more games in UBS Arena than any other NHL rink, including PNC Arena, where he's 1-1. That last part, you probably could have kept to yourself, if I'm going to be honest. Um, on top of that... Kochekov posted his second career shutout, becoming the first goalie in franchise history to record two shutouts in his first 14 games. The next closest goaltender to do it? Alex Nadelkovich, who did it in 17 games. His two shutouts at this point, because he hadn't gotten the Thor just yet, uh, tied him for the most shutouts by any rookie goaltender this year. With the win tonight in Detroit, the Canes extend the road trip point streak to 11, the second longest, now not tied, just the second longest point streak in franchise history. The Hurricanes earned 12 points in consecutive road games in 2004 from February 23rd until March 27th of that year, going, winning eight games, losing one in overtime, and tying three times because we used to be able to tie because for some reason that made sense. This quick tangent. Why would I want to see a tied hockey game? I didn't pay to watch the game to see nothing change. Not my point. That's, that's not what we're doing here. From tonight's game in Detroit, or I guess yesterday's game if you listen to this on Wednesday, or whatever day you listen to it, not the point. Brady Shea scored his first career power play goal. He scored his second career shorthanded goal in Tampa on November 3rd. He is now one of three NHL defensemen with goals in all situations in the 
2023 season. The last time Brady Shea scored a power play goal at any level was on April 26, 2014. I'm sorry, 2015, when he opened the scoring for the Hartford Wolfpack, an AHL team based in Hartford, Connecticut. I never knew he played for that team. That's actually kind of a little cool footnote, though. Tonight's win, the Hurricanes finished their road trip 5-0-1 with 11 points, tying the franchise record for wins and setting the franchise record for points in any six-game road trip. Do you remember earlier when I was like, wow, it's actually super weird that it's a 1-0 game. This doesn't happen in hockey. Well, just to prove my point, the last time the Hurricanes won a 1-0 game on the road was January 21st, 2016 in Toronto. Peter Kochekov stopped all 27 shots he faced in Detroit for his third career shutout, all in 2022-2023, tied with Alex Nadelkovich from 2020-2021. Switching over to at Stats on Twitter, not affiliated with the team, just a good follow and good stats content. Pito Kochekov is 7-1-4 on the season with a save percentage of 9-2-6. Let me check my notes really quickly, everyone. You know, let me... Yeah, as it turns out, that's really, really good. In regulation, Kochekov's save percentage is 9-40. His goals against average of 2.21 is currently third best in the entire league. And did I mention we got these two shutouts without Sebastian Ajo having to play? I want everyone to go back and really think about the, I don't want to say turnaround, because even though some of us got over emotional, like literally it was me. I want to take everyone back to that zero to four loss to Arizona in the building. They got booed off their own ice. And since then, they have not played a game without getting at least one point out of it. For the last 11 games, they literally have picked up a point in every game. Am I saying it's because people booed them off the ice? No, and you probably still shouldn't have done it. Like, I still disagree with that. But since that event, since they were booed off their home ice, they have not left the rink without at least a point in hand. You remember how we used to be nine points behind the New Jersey Devils in the standings? Well, guess what? Now we're only six points behind the New Jersey Devils. And we have a game in hand. That's right, we can start playing the game in hand magic. That's the type of time we're having right now. Oh yeah, and one last thing to close this all out. You've already heard that Kochekov has three shutouts this season. It's mighty impressive, more than any other rookie goaltender. Have I mentioned that he also did that in just 29 days? That's right, Pyotr Kochekov has had three shutouts in less than 30 calendar days. He's averaging more than a single shutout per 10 days. Do you see why I'm so excited? Do you see it? Do you understand the glory that is this franchise? As always, thank you for listening to Home Ice Advantage. My name is Colin. I'm your host, the producer, the everything. Please follow me at Colin Home Ice. Small programming note. Saturday's episode of Home Ice Advantage is not going to be a normal episode. It's going to be another history edition. This one, The Shock at the Rock. 
Carolina Hurricanes defeat the New Jersey Devils in the first round of the 2009 Stanley Cup playoffs, and that's all I'll give away. It will be out Saturday morning, 8 a.m. sharp. Don't miss out. I'll talk to you in the next one. By the way, this is a good time to share the show because we have exciting guests coming on I can't tell you about just yet.